0: welcome back to the coffee hour i'm andy bates i'm sarah golseth are you feeling weary? I know we've talked about weariness <laughs> in Mental Health Mondays. For yes. for church workers who might feel weary, we have a, a treat or, well, hmm. a retreat ah. to share with you today. <laughs> Our friend Dave Anderson, founder of Shepherds Canyon Retreat, joining us today. Dave, welcome to the Coffee Hour.
1: Thank you very much. It's great to be with you.
0: Dave, what is Shepherds Canyon Retreat?
1: Shepherds Canyon Retreat is a week-long retreat providing healing and hope and restoration for people, men and women in full-time ministry who are in the midst of burnout, stress, depression, compassion, fatigue, and conflicts of all kinds. We, we began, our first retreat was in March 2009. Our last retreat was number 116, which concluded a week and a half ago. And we have a monthly retreat, eight clients can be at the retreat. The retreats are led by two Christian licensed counselors, male and female, and the retreat chaplain. The chaplain is the pastor to the retreat. He's not a counselor. He's the pastor to the retreat. And the retreats are held for the last 10 years and a few months at a retreat center 15 miles west of Arizona's cowboy town. And if I was here, if, if, if the audience was just here in Arizona, everybody in Arizona would know that the name of that town is Wickenburg, Arizona. We're 15 miles west of Wickenburg, and we have a retreat center called Standing Stones Retreat Center. The name of the retreat center is based on the fact that in the Old Testament, Moses, Jacob, Joshua, and Samuel. When they wanted to commemorate a great thing that got it done on this very spot, they piled up rocks, which is, I think, really neat things. Anyway, so that's why we called the retreat center Standing Stones, and that's where these retreats are held. They're held every month, and yeah, it's been a marvelous journey. We've had some over 600 men and women that have come to these retreats. That's quite a long time to be able to provide such a service to men and women in church work. Over that time period, what have you seen as the need for this type of retreat, this type of of opportunity to get away and and be in Scripture and, and have these counselors? What have you seen over the last 10 plus years? Well, James Dobson's cousin, H.B. London, from Focus on the Family, wrote a book called Pastors at Greater Risk. It's kind of the Bible of this subject matter. And in that book, he says 20% of pastors are in crisis, which means they're just coping, they're just hanging on. And that's not a Lutheran thing. That's across all denominations and non-denominations. And I'm a preacher's kid. Actually, (laughs) I tell tell. Young preacher's kids, they are not a PK, they're a T.O., which means Theological Offspring. So I'm a, I'm a T.O. and doubling as a PK. I've been rubbing shoulders with pastors all of my life. Once I came home from school in ninth grade in a little town in South Dakota, my mom was in the kitchen, my dad was in the living room, and my dad was doing something I had, I had never seen my dad do before. He was crying. And I thought maybe grandma had died. I thought maybe his mother had died. His father had died in the 1918 flu epidemic. So it couldn't have been his dad, but could have been his mother. But who kind of died was my dad. And I said at the time, why, why would my dad be crying? Who kind of died was not my grandma. It was my dad. In the congregation my dad was serving, there were two or three people who today are called clergy killers. There's a book written by pe about people like that. I mean, they weren't written about the people that did my dad in, but it's a book written about people who cause chaos in a church. And some of the people who come to our retreats are coming because of clergy killers. Some of them are coming because of burnout. Some of them are coming because they're serving a congregation that is in conflict. Some of them, not many, but some are coming with fragile marriages. I'm not Dave the counselor. I'm the founder of the ministry. We have counselors that are doing the counseling. But there are a lot of hurting people in ministry, DCEs, teachers, pastors, missionaries, And I just want to say, the hardest thing for a pastor to do, it seems to me, is to pick up the phone and say, "I need help," because they are the ones to whom people are going for help, and it just the helper. It's difficult for the helper to reach out for help. So we've we've all kinds of levels of crisis coming through the door, and our counselors. Have We have eight of them, four men and four women. They are teamed up of like way more than a year in advance to be the counselors at retreat. They have what they call a toolbox so that when issues come up, they pull from their own experience, their own so-called toolbox to deal with the issues that, that they're confronted with. Our retreats include group sessions couple sessions and one-on-one sessions. I think it's close to 20 hours of counseling in a week.
0: Do you have a story that you could share with us maybe of a a past participant and what they learned or gained from attending Shepherd's Canyon retreat?
1: Well, yeah, thanks. Andy, one of the most dramatic stories came from actually your district of Missouri, where a person on the LCMS district staff encouraged a pastor and his wife to come. And this particular pastor had been very open about the story. I won't name his name, but he was ready to quit the ministry and he was ready to quit his marriage. Pretty dramatic stuff. But in the middle of the retreat, there was a major breakthrough. I wasn't there, but I heard about it. And the result was the pastor's marriage began a healing process. The pastor's ministry became it became part of the healing as well. And there are, there are a lot of stories like that. Not long ago, I was in a church leading worship for services, a church of about 800 people in four services, 900 maybe. The pastor, after our 20 minutes of the worship service, got up and said to the congregation, you see the picture that Dave and Roger had on the screen of the pile of rocks at the foot of the cross. I put a rock there. I, I, I wrote on that rock, fear. This last ceremony, last very important thing that happens at our counseling retreat on the last full day. And then he said to the congregation, I would not be your pastor today if my wife and I had not attended a Shepherd's Canyon retreat. And my friend Roger Walk and I at the Saturday night service did not have Kleenex anywhere near us. But uh, both of you, you have to know that there are a lot of stories like that. And I've been able to hear some of those testimonials as we've been in churches pastored by pastors who have been clients at retreats. You'll you'll love the story. I just got off the phone with a pastor here in Arizona who came to a retreat, and in the pile of rocks at the foot of the cross, he wrote the word, on his rock, he wrote the word hopelessness, which is, can you imagine leaving hopelessness behind you? And he has come back four times as a retreat chaplain. We've had maybe six or seven or eight former clients come back as the retreat chaplain. And I just, I love that part of the story. What other feedback have you gotten from participants across uh, a long time, the long time that you've been doing this about the services you're able to provide to them? Ask me that question again. What other feedback have you had from participants oh, the, along along the way? Yeah. The feedback has been just tremendous. I just we were, we were able to give some scholarship funds to a particular couple. And they just wrote to me yesterday. And the last line of their thanks was the line that says, This really saved our lives. Well, it was the Wife who said, my husband said, this saved our lives. And I, and I don't know all the significance of the backstory, but it must have, been, must have been huge. So we've had very, very positive feedback at the best practices in ministry conference here in Arizona a few days ago. I was approached by two or three pastors who said, You probably don't remember me, but I'm in ministry today because of the retreat that my wife and I attended.
0: Tell us about upcoming retreats and events at Shepherds Canyon Retreat.
1: Oh, boy, am I glad you asked me that question. We have a retreat in May. Let's see. The April retreat is full, but May retreat goes from April, May 15 to 22, and it's open. The next retreat is June 26th. We have a retreat every month. The, the way that a person registers or enters the process of becoming a retreat client is to give a call to our counseling care director. But I'd be very glad to give you my phone number, and I can pass on that information along with our website. Website is shepherdscanyonretreat.org. The place where we do the retreat centers is Standing Stones, and that's standingstonesaz.org. My phone number is 480588837. That's the way an Australian would give the numbers. 5888837.
0: Very good. Our guest today, Dave Anderson, founder of Shepherd's Canyon Retreat. Dave, thanks so much for spending some time with us on the coffee. App.
1: It's really, really been an honor to be with you this morning. Thank you very, very much.